Welcome to Bottled Soccer Show. I'm Nestor. I'm here with Henry. Two guys, two mics, and two pints. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. You know, it's been a it's been a nice week. Uh, kind of was able to relax this weekend. Uh, you know, a lot of meaningful games. Obviously, we had the FA, the uh, not the FA, sorry, the championship knockout stages. We'll talk about that and the teams that came forward and are going to be joining the big dogs. Um, you know, I was I was really playing paying close attention to that more than anything um and yeah man i've just been kicking back how about yourself man how are you doing today yeah yeah i'm good i'm all right um a lot of a uh, lot of transfer uh, situations going on a lot of european uh, games that are coming up that and a couple that happened today uh so like i, I kind of felt like there was not going to be a whole lot going on but it's non-stop you know mm-hmm. and uh i love it so yeah um I don't know where do, where do we start, man. I completely glanced over the FA Cup, which I was gonna mention, but really on my priority list, I was more interested in seeing who's gonna, you know, go into the Premier League. So that's why I was really watching. But the FA Cup, I guess we should start there since it happened earliest. I guess uh, in terms yeah. of time proximity. But yeah, man, Arsenal winning their 14th FA Cup. Uh, by and large, they're leaders in the league and 14 by number 14. Yeah, one four. Mr. Obama Yang. Obama Yang and a, a kind of little cool tribute to Terry Henry, who also wore 14 at times uh, throughout his career. Um, I think it's awesome, you know, and I think the it has a bigger uh, meaning because now they're able to participate in European tournaments, being the Europa League. But you know, it's still something something that they weren't really destined for uh, based off this season's performance. So, well, what were your main takeaways from from that tough matchup against the Chelsea side, who, you know. They were, bad luck. they were yeah, well they, yeah they had a lot of bad luck but going into it uh, I would say that Arsenal were, were the underdogs mm. and um, I mean, Chelsea was kind of the favorite uh, but but our Arsenal I think had a had a great game from from the beginning uh, they weathered that storm uh, Chelsea got off right away five minutes uh, nice play by Pulisic and a sweet little uh, little heel uh, flick from uh, from Giroud, Giroud yeah. he's known for that sort of little link-up play. He's French, yeah. yeah, and he's he just like just got enough on the ball to uh, get uh, Pulisic a, a nice open shot. Um, after that, I think I think other than another player or two, Arsenal pretty much shut down the the um, the offense from Chelsea and started getting their own rhythm going as far as attack. Nicolas Pepe had an amazing game. He started off a little flat, but. The, the more the game went, you know, his his awkward ball control really, really uh, screwed with uh, Chelsea's defense, um, and Obama Yang with his positioning and his uh, just his runs are are, you know, that's what what he's becoming known for is just that that sweet touch and that technique, you know, that he's he's world class and it's it's weird to say that he's underrated but he he sort of is you know mm-hmm. and uh you know it, it, it's hard to not be a fan of the guy he's so likable and and yeah. um I, it was a it was a pretty good uh, battle in the midfield as well um yeah. you know Kovacic with uh Ceballos and uh, uh who else Granit Xhaka played the game of his life uh, he I'm sure he earned some points with the Arsenal fan base yeah for sure um and uh Chelsea man with their they had just the worst luck I know I know um, Arsenal played better but you know you also have to admit that there was there was some shit luck on Chelsea's part they had uh, injuries injuries yeah. from Aspilicueta and then right right starting the second half uh, Pulisic 
who was yeah. arguably their best player, I'd say. Yeah, he he was definitely their most dangerous player going forward. Yeah. Uh, you know, pulls his hamstring and uh, looks like he's out for four to five weeks. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, tough luck for him. Uh, I, I was kind of hoping for a for a battle the whole game because I don't have a duck in the race. Mm. Not uh, not much of one anyway. You have a, a duckling, maybe. A duckling, yeah, sure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and uh, what else? Oh, the the red card to Kovacic. You know, mm. he never loses the ball, but <laughs> he uh, just had bad luck, man. To me, it was, and I we were texting during this match. I, I, for me, I knew it was going to be a red card immediately. I mean, it was obviously a second yellow, but you know, thinking of the consequence of the second yellow, I was like, it's a red straight up. Like it's he's out of here. And from then on, I knew Arsenal had the game in their hands. And but I mean, as as per usual, at least lately, Arsenal have been very punishing on on very minute chances at times. And uh, you know, to talk about uh, Aubameyang's goal over Willy Caballero, the dink. The, the cut to, to the, leading up to the that little goal. scoop to the left weak foot chip ah, that's yeah. that you don't see that every day man that's you, that's you just don't. a master class yeah yeah I, I mean I, I, I you could argue Caballero maybe should have done better but you know like I, I like I was telling you I think Courtois maybe saves that there's a few keepers but you have to be world class to save that and he put it in a tough spot yeah to, to actually make that play and, and to have the cheek to try that yeah, I mean, yeah it's exactly just, it's like yeah, in that's a big an game. Austin's game and, and yeah. when it, like most people are gonna just hit it as hard as they can yeah. pound it nope he just mm, finesse little finish chip over the keeper yeah. uh, after turning around Rudiger and mm. uh, yeah. yeah I can't I can't watch that goal I think I saw replays like 20 times man that, yeah. it was just it was just a Mwah. and and the implications that has for him going forward it looks like he's the man of the town now he's uh, been quoted saying by Arteta that they want to build the team around him. Yeah. As he, even though he's kind of old, it looks like he's durable and he's so electric. You know, electric on the on the counter. Um, I think he's earned himself a nice, healthy stay at in in London for the foreseeable future. Now. Yeah. Um, Obama Yang, he's thirty two. You know, he's an eighty eight man, such as myself, but. But he's a he's a young thirty two. He doesn't really get injured, mm-hmm. and as as quick as he used to be or is, he doesn't actually use his pace all that much. He's he's very he he's he's a little uh, underrated as far as positioning goes, and uh, I think that's his biggest asset. A lot of his goals are actually within the within the twenty five yard box. He it's not a whole lot of uh, not a whole lot of like fast breaks or anything like that. His his positioning is is on point. Yeah, you know, he'll he'll like the goal against uh against City for example. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was no. He was great that game too. He's yeah. been great just consistently yeah. after COVID, man. Yeah, he's yeah. he's good, man. Oh, and it was a it was a class penalty that he took. Yeah. as well, very confident. Um, so yeah, I, if look, Arsenal just pay the man what he what he needs. Yeah, I think we said that before. He just mm-hmm. just just pay him the money. And since since we're on the topic of of contracts and just this specifically pertaining to Arsenal, they're they're kind of under a lot of uh, you know criticism at the moment. They've okay. Well, well, I, I know what you're gonna get at. Yeah, okay. uh, so let's talk about their targets first, okay. and, and and then we'll we'll kind of get into the that to next. the financials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. they're, they're they're linked to to a couple big names, a couple big Brazilian names. Yeah. Um, do do you want to do the honors or I'll, I'll, do I'll want to split it? Yeah. Yeah, let's split it. I'll go with the the true blue, the Chelsea man, Willian. The man with the plan, who was um, on the bench for the game yeah, as well. Yeah, that's that was kind of that definitely struck me as odd. And um, now he's going to the crosstown rivals. He's going to the red side, 
that's that's got to be a slap in the face to uh, to Chelsea fans. But uh, going beyond that, I think it'd be a great move for him, a great move for Arsenal. Listen, he's been underappreciated at Chelsea for a while. Uh, maybe not yeah. not after after Hazard left. A lot of Chelsea fans, I feel like, started giving him more more respect. Um, but even before then, I think they were just uh, kind of riding on the coattails of of Eden Hazard so much. And and through all that time, he's a he's been a grinder. So I think hopefully Chelsea fans understand him and you know give him his plaudits. But yeah, man, he's rumored to get a pretty big contract at Arsenal, and with the current financial situation they're going through, it's kind of interesting but yeah 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 um so he's just going on free right they're like uh, arsenal's not really no they're they're not paying for him but they're the contract that he's rumored to get i forgot yeah. how many pounds a lot of those was. like stars that that are on free mm-hmm. they're their contracts are always gonna they're gonna be on massive wages and it's understandable hey, i mean yeah. it's really and he's he's kind of earned it yeah but he's earned it with chelsea <laughs> <laughs> right. not with arsenal um i i would say he's more for depth but you know he's proven himself to be dependable week in week out, but he's never really been anyone's first choice. Which, which as you were alluding to, he's he's never gotten the fair shake that he might deserve. Yeah, for he's sure. He's a grinder. He's he, he can kind of do everything. He, yeah, he'll yeah. take free kicks. He'll take on a couple of players here and there. He'll finish. You he'll, know. Yeah, he'll he can finish. He's just never. I feel like he's never gotten the props, and you know how can you ignore that pretty set of teeth, man? Right, that and beautiful that, smile, that luscious fro. I mean, yeah, yeah, the exactly. guy's the guy's a beast, and I, I'm sure he's gonna do well over there. Yeah, and uh, I, I want to say it's more for depth, but you know maybe they'll put him on in a more central, like a central attacking midfielder role or something like that. Well, that's a good point. Pep is on the right. I yeah, mean, you Pep can't is on really... the right. I think William's still better, but since you mentioned yeah, yeah. the center attacking mid, I think this is this leaves us off perfect for the other guy that's rumored and. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, you, you're a fan of this move, I believe, right? Uh, I do like it because, uh, um, you know, he, he left a sour taste in a lot of uh, Barcelona fans' mouth. I don't <laughs> think he. I don't. I don't know if he did himself any favors by going there, be, because he insisted on going there. Coutinho, right? Uh, another Brazilian star, who was doing. He was easily Liverpool's best player in his last couple of years. <sighs> he was and, so good. Yeah, and and um, you know. He can dribble. He can shoot. He can uh, start attacks. Um, he can. He, he's he's pretty much everything you want in an offensive player. Somewhere along the lines, and um, at Barcelona's famous for this. Mm-hmm. They'll get they'll get players, uh, and then all of a sudden they they stink. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I, like I know it happens all the time, but, but it happens more often to them. But it happens quite often for for Barcelona. You got to wonder what's what's in the water and and. Uh, in Spain, but um, yeah, Coutinho was great. Falls off against Barcelona. They want to unload him for everything they paid. I want to say it was like 130 million or something like that. Right. Euros, and then they send him on loan to uh, Bayern. Is it his second year there? Yeah, it's his second year in Bayern. He he started well in Bayern, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's not getting as much playing time. It's kind of tough to break into a team like that, but. When you're someone like Coutinho, you, you should be getting regular time. Mm-hmm. So now the idea is to uh, sell him to Arsenal. Um, I don't have the fee. Do you have the fee um, no, off no. the top of it's, your head? It's not since it's not official yet. But the, you know, there's there's a you know digits being tossed around, but there's no clear yeah. uh, indicator yet. But it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be as you know astronomical as it has previously because he's right. not coming off of the. It's not a higher thirty for sure. No, no, not yeah. at all. But um. I think he'll do well. I mean, uh, Chelsea. Uh, I mean, sorry, Arsenal. 
have pretty good history with with uh, center attacking mids, at least in the first few seasons. They yeah. sometimes do die out, as we've seen with with Mesut uh, Ozil. We're, we're looking at Ozil now. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're gonna get into his situation in a bit. But yeah. I think it's a good move for Arsenal. And uh, beyond anything, those those are two experienced heads who know the Prem, who've played in it, and yeah, who and Coutinho. Have, I mean, yeah, we, we know he can play in the Prem, and yeah, I look forward to seeing him. Actually, I. It you could know, be a well, chance for him to reconstruct you know, reconstruct that image of his that when he was at Liverpool, you know. And uh, the last person that's linked to uh, Arsenal is uh, John Stones from <laughs> City. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't mind that move at all, actually. I think for Arsenal's sake, uh, it's not a bad move. Um, but I'm going to be honest, as a City fan who's who's watched them in the past years, he, he's very mistake-prone. But I think in, in a team like Arteta's, and considering who they have at Arsenal at the moment, it's an upgrade. It's, you're talking about a center back who's pretty good on the ball, will make the occasional mistake, as we've known, and will sometimes even get beat off of a shimmy or a few a few stepovers. Yeah. So, you know, Arsenal fans be very wary, but if, if it's a collective effort for, effort from the team defensively, he's, he'll, you'll be fine. But if you're relying on him to be the last Which man... Which is how Arsenal's kind of defending lately, though, yeah, right? Yeah, they're playing they, very well on, on, on defense. They, they constrict every pass angle. It's yeah. it's impressive. Yeah, yeah Arteta is... I don't know, man. He, he's one to watch, right? His, his, his squad... Uh, the, way, the way everyone was on the same level was really what impressed me. Ar- Arsenal, uh, more recently, I guess before Arteta, were, were very... Um, uh, discombobulated. They they weren't really a cohesive unit. Now everyone's on the same level. To get Shaka, Tierney, Sabayos. Uh, Sabayos played the game of his life, man. Mm-hmm. He, he Bellerin, was everywhere. Bellerin was good too. Bellerin with that run for uh, for uh, the second goal. I mean, yeah. You know he he. I hate to say it, but turn back the clock and uh, you know I hope he gets better from that from that injury. Yeah. Uh, because he still he looks like he's still a little hesitant, but mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, they they were good. The only player that that kind of disappointed me was uh was Lacazette, man. Lacazette mm-hmm. was he was lacking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was missing, man. Yeah. Um but I'm, I was really impressed with Arsenal. Hard done for for Chelsea again, um, and we kind of went from transfers to back to the game, but right. you know. That's that we're bottlers. What what can we say? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, man. But, um, um, yeah, I so, guess touching on Ozil now. Oh yeah, uh, we were talking about Ozil, right? Uh, so, so what is he getting? Three fifty a week right now. Th- Three hundred and fifty uh, pounds. Yeah, pounds or euros? Uh, pounds, pounds for sure. Pounds a and, week. And that's his wages. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, you know, there's been points made. It's not his fault. I mean, if anybody's offered that money, you're gonna take it. At one point, he may have been worth that. Yeah, well. He's, He's not yeah, even, I think so. Yeah. yeah, he's not even worth For half sure. of that to these days. Today, no. He's um, he's showing up to training, doing what he has to. He's not playing. Yeah. And he's not playing. I think I think he's probably had some conversations with with the manager, uh, not wanting to play or ri- risk, you know, a future check maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but he's. It sucks to see a player as talented as Ozil who could really change a game. Yeah, but he's he's your he's your prototypical number ten from a years gone by, where he doesn't need to run a whole lot, mm-hmm. but you know his touch and his dictation and his uh, you know just control of rhythm um, will, will really change a game. And uh, you know he he always was a little lazy, and uh, yeah, you know, now he's on the outs. But you know I think that's where he wants to be now. He's, I don't think he's he's, he's passionate. Yeah. He's he's basically the high class Jack Rodwell now, isn't he? <laughs> Just sitting sitting sure. on his ass and sure, yeah. collecting that money. You can't be mad at him. 
he was worth that one day and and people have made the point when it's a player of that caliber you got to pay them that's how you attract the best players and you know sure that's that's, that's another point yeah yeah and, and you got to treat your stars well yeah but it gets problematic when you hear today or might have been last night in in england um arsenal they plan to make 55 staff uh you know furloughed for the rest of the season or for the rest of the year rather um after like taking a 12.5 percent pay cut or something like that um, the players yeah yeah well the no, yeah the, the, the yeah the players uh, and and Mikel Arteta as well uh took a 12.5 percent uh pay cut in April I believe and for COVID for COVID and and for you know just the fact that they can't they're not selling out stadiums now you know all these all these things that go into con- you know concessions but uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, how does that reflect on Arsenal and, and their American ownership, Stan Kroenke, uh, who, who uh, dabbles in Walmart funds? You'd expect he'd have the money to pay for these people. Uh, what do you think, and what does it say about the bigger picture of finances in football? Yeah, um, well, when you don't have a team that's generating money uh, other than sponsorships, and you figure that sponsorships and stuff all that's and TV rights and everything they're they're worth a lot of they're, they're probably going to get you more money than than actual ticket sales right um, so it, it sucks to hear uh, that that people that you know when you when you go to a game any game and you see the the ushers and uh, just the people working the concessions you you figure that they're fans right mm-hmm. and their backs are turned to the to the match the whole time you know yeah uh, it sucks for them and it's I'm sure they're pa- they're yeah. passionate about it uh, when when the billionaire owner doesn't doesn't uh, the, the decides that the the word used is redundancy mm-hmm. so uh, so the easy target is is someone like uh, Mesut Ozil who's who's making uh, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a week or uh, not dollars euros or pounds or whatever the the, the currency is yeah. that's a lot of money to for anybody. Um, except the billionaire, apparently. <laughs> so the the twelve percent uh, reduction for him is about thirty five k, something like that. Yeah, I'm not a mathematician, so don't quote me on that. Um, is that enough to keep everyone's job? Mm. Uh, probably not. Um, everyone else took a pay cut, so obviously not. So, you know, it, it's easy to blame him, but really, that's not what it comes down to. Uh, you know, if you if you're putting all the blame on Mesut Ozil. Then uh, the, you're you're going after the wrong guy. You know he's going to take his money, and he he turned down the 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 opportunity. I guess not the opportunity, but he he turned down uh, donating half of his or taking a pay cut, whatever you want to call it, uh, because he wasn't reassured. He didn't feel sure that he didn't um, that those funds were going to go to the people that needed it the most. Billionaire doesn't need 35k a week. No, it's so that's he, nothing to, to drop in a pool. Yeah, uh, so. Uh, it, it, it's tough when you talk about that because who who do you really who do you really go after and uh, and again the, the easy target is the superstar but you know that we're we're also not seeing where the rest of the the money's going and it sucks that these people are are out of a job because of that yeah it's it's tough and you made a great point you know a lot of these people are fans and they're not able to enjoy a match you you'd expect them to you know be spared but you know like that that Sunderland documentary uh, docuseries uh, that we've been watching they're yeah. all fans the the yeah. chefs the cooks the, 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 I mean well yeah, it's yeah the, the, chefs, the chefs the, the, ticket, the ushers the, the ticket people yeah. yeah everyone they're they're passionate about it so uh, yeah you figure that that everyone is 
is uh, involved with the club. Yeah, I mean, it's not too late for Arsenal to reverse their, their decision. It's not a good look. And, I, I, you know, I hope they sort it out or, you know, something, because it, it, it reflects bad on a club, one of the biggest clubs in England. It should, well, they one of the richest clubs, yeah. Uh, but, but I don't think that they're the last ones. No, it's, it's probably going to become more prevalent. Um, it just sucks that they're the first ones to, they're the first big club to be like, yeah, we can't pay you guys. Maybe they're going to go in alphabetical order, huh? We'll see. Uh, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, <laughs> moving on from that, it's a little kind of a dark topic. Kind of a bleak topic. Yeah, yeah. And, sure. and it sucks because those people that are getting um, that are getting laid off or load, whatever you want to call it, you know, they're like, well, we can't pay you your 40000 a year salary, but we're about to, you know. Sign William. We're about to sign William on a 300K uh, mm-hmm. wedges or uh, wages. Yeah. So, you know, sorry. And we, and we got a cool new kit you guys should buy. As well, and oh, yeah. Say, yeah, yeah, we'll okay. give you a, a, a employee discount, don't worry. <laughs> uh, 10%, 10%. Um, <laughs> but yeah. anyway, um, moving on from that, from that sad topic, uh, um, what, um, what else caught your eye? Uh, games, oh, um, there, there's a fun fact though, um, it was the last game of, of, um, of the Italian Serie A, yeah, and uh, Cristiano didn't play, uh, but you know. All indications were that uh, Ciro Immobile from uh, from Lazio was going to be the leading scorer scorer of of the Italian league. Yeah. Um, one fun fact about that though, all the all the top scorers in all the uh, in the top leagues, uh, we're not counting France because I don't consider that top league. Um, they're all over thirty. Damn. What does that say, huh? It's a uh, like uh, I feel like the older you are, the wiser you the wiser you are. You know. You would think, right? <laughs> and, you know, sometimes that's what it takes. You can have all the ability in the world, but if you don't know how to properly hit it the way some of these, you know, older older cats do, then or when to time your runs, when to make the runs, things like that. It is surprising, though, because there's a lot of good young strikers out right now. You'd yeah, expect them to be hitting those numbers. Um, yeah. But, uh, uh, the older guys, man, uh, what can we say? We're just, you know, we just know where to be. And uh, No, I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> um, I think it's interesting. Uh, Messi, Messi from Spain, Ciro Immobile from Italy, Lewandowski from Germany, and uh, England is Jamie Vardy. Um, were they even? Were younger guys even close? I would. Um, not really, not really, man. Not that I can think of. Because uh, even Ronaldo, who was three goals, was it three goals shy from uh, Immobile? Yeah, he He's was thirty-five. Yeah, um, I, I, the only guy that kind of. You know, sparks a a neuron in my brain would be like Erling Haaland, but I'd need to Timo Werner. I think was the closest. Timo Werner as well. It's no, it was it was a, it was the year of the old. Yeah, dogs. Obama Yang was in second place for uh, for England. Yeah, Denny Ings. I think he's one of the younger he, cats. He's yeah, he's like middle. He's in the middle. You know, not middle age, but mid uh, peak. You know, he's he's in the, 25, the healthy like part of his career. Okay, but um, I was gonna say there's a oh well. Nah, nah, it's yeah, dude. It's, Zlatan, Zlatan even came in hot to mm-hmm. Italy. Yeah, Italy's a, a little bit of a slower league, though. It's not as uh, brutal and fast as Spain yeah. or, or uh, England. Right, right. Um, oh, that's interesting. Well, the, the game, the game is is way different than it was um, ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah, the, I, I would say that you know because because of tactical changes that we have now, like um, like the most the most prevalent one is the wing back. Yeah, you know Trent Arnold, uh, Jordi Alba, Dani Alves, Kyle Walker, Kyle Walker. Um, you know, you name it. There's, 
that that game is it, it has really changed it's everything. Yeah, um, the elimination of the of the number ten. Mm-hmm. That your your typical number ten isn't you know that's not hot anymore. That's why Ozil, uh, James, the, those guys aren't playing anymore because they they're a dying breed, man. And yeah. um, the game's a lot quicker now, but it also leaves uh, I would say pockets of space for the maybe slower runners. But Jamie Vardy gets a lot of his goals based on his speed. Yeah, uh, Bami Yang, like we said, is a I would say half pace, half half positioning type player. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, do you have any? Do you have any thoughts on on that? I mean, no. I mean, it's the thing is, yeah. Like in in place of those number tens now, it's it's a uh, you know you have your center forwards, your false nines, or you have your box to box center mid that that can attack and defend. Um, but you know, uh, like somebody that just comes to mind is Havertz. Havertz is really a center attacking mid, but he scores like a striker. Because he's tall, he's a uh, has good ability. Yeah, he's a head. unicorn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't get too many of those, but that's what's happening. There's a, lo- a lot of these hybrid players now. Your De Bruyne's who can fall deep, but can also attack and finish like the best nines in the world. So it's kind of like the evolution of, of football. Right yeah. Now. What's that say about the defenses? Um, the defenses are piss poor now. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't you don't have your Zanettis, your Maldinis, your Nestas anymore because uh, defense has kind of become a lost art. Because a lot of defenders these days are making mistakes because they're trying to possess the ball, trying to be fancy, trying to do a Cruyff turn. Even the goalies, we see it all the time now. Well, the sweeper keepers is popularized. Ederson, yeah, Ederson's my favorite. Um, But he makes mistakes. And I don't know, man. It's it's the beauty of the game, but it takes time to adapt to. Yeah, yeah. um, It's it's a lot faster, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. uh, and we've we've alluded to this before, maybe or maybe in private. I'm not sure, but you know the players back then were built for just short term. I don't think they played as many games before. No, nah, or man. I don't think the demand was was there. But they were like these huge, just big legged, muscular, yeah. just big legs. And today the game, um, you know, you see you see a lot of uh, more more lean players, and that that adds to longevity. Mm-hmm. So that that could explain the. Uh, you know a striker's uh life and uh being able to to score yeah like i said uh us older cats man you know we we just we know when to <laughs> pick our spots we're not the smartest always we don't always make them the right decision yeah but um you know we'll we'll, we'll learn and uh and adjust yeah eventually i'd, I'd kind of be like a gabby J. you'd be more like a c-ray mobley right now huh Something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my problem. I play with my food a lot sometimes. <laughs> and I should just be eating. That's, yeah, just yeah. A, that's a separate topic. But yeah, man, of course. Yeah. Uh, what, what was what else? Scene? What else? What else? Oh, man. Um, uh, wait, was it today? or? Oh, no, it was yesterday. Uh, it's Wednesday now. But Casillas, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Madrid legend, and that's an understatement. Yeah. Retires, man. Retires from the game of football. He uh, had an amazing career. He won everything. I think everything possible. Mm-hmm. Champions League. Um, World Cup. World Cup, of course. La Liga. Uh, Copa del Rey. Copa del Rey. Uh, what else? Was... Euro Cup. Euro, yeah. I, 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 did they win the Confederation? I don't think they did, but did, mm. did they count? Because I know they lost I, against Brazil. Yeah, no. I'm not sure if they got down. But I mean, just he's he's, he's one a, of the winning he's, Yeah, he's yeah. a... He, the man The man is a winner. Mm-hmm. And he beat, he beat a heart attack. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just... We just needed to give him his little... 
his little uh, few minutes because, you know, one of the greatest keepers of all time, one of the Certainly. biggest legends for yeah. for my club. Hats off to hats off to the legend. Yeah, man, he's he's been you know one of the most transcending keepers in the last few decades, probably only rivaled by Buffon, and nobody else comes close. Maybe Neuer, but. Yeah, this guy's amazing, and we saw him do it at the top level for so long. And I think it's it's a he's underrated for the fact that he always had to fend off pretty solid keepers as well. You know, whether it was um, Victor Valdez, who wasn't terrible. You know, always he had that number one position on him in for Spain, and then later on with De Gea, uh, you know, eventually De Gea surpassed him. But you know, I think a massive keeper, and I hope he we still get to enjoy him in some form. I hope he becomes a manager or. I don't know, an analyst. We'll, we'll see, man. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, he had that problem with Mourinho when he when Mourinho benched him, but uh, Mourinho. Maybe, maybe it wasn't the wrong call. I'm going to go ahead and say that, even though we're giving uh, Casillas a little bit of credit right now. Okay. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, do you want to talk about Champions League? Do you want to talk about Europa League? Europa League just happened, so I guess that's a little fresh. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Europa League. Today we had some pretty good matches. Some were more competitive than others, but uh, the match that I got to watch the most today was the Inter versus Getafe match. <clears throat> it was interesting because the first half, it was, I would say Getafe was creating more chances, uh, had more rhythm on the ball. Uh, Inter was just kind of defending, packing back, and trying to strike back, which is similar of a Conte-type team. Uh, he usually likes to run wing, wing backs. And he 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 contracts them at the end like an accordion, and they were just stopping and getting to every Hetafe ball. Hetafe was close, but it wasn't enough. They got frustrated, and then uh, I think the first goal was via Gagliardini, who plays a ball near the left back position. He's not a left back, but I'm saying he was around that area, yeah. kind of in, in the the far left quadrant. Plays a beautiful ball to Lukaku, and he finished it so so well, like like a world class striker. Uh, left-footed between the defender's legs and into the right side, right side of the net from the left side of the field. That's always impressive. And after that, Inter were, were just in, in control. And they're probably favorites to win the Europa League for me. Uh, Inter, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. I mean, oh well, you have some, you have wow. a duck in the race. But I think Inter have uh, experienced players. Uh, I was, I was taking uh, Shakhtar. Oh, f- <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shakhtar is another good shout, but no, yeah, in, that's the one match I was able to watch more the most of and. Lockout was a bit quiet. I'd like to see more from him. Uh, maybe he just has his. A lot mind. of teams just plan plan um, for mm. for certain players. That too, you know, yeah. They're just gonna um, suffocate them and uh, prevent any balls getting to them. Certainly, yeah. certainly, yeah. Um, oh, were there any matches or or you know games you were able to keep up with? Um, United, you know, uh, against Lask Linz. I don't know. Yeah, they're from uh, Austria, and. Uh, United took their C team. They, they took their the reserves to to the match too. With the exception of Lingard, he's he's A team quality. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, Lingardinho. He's got man of the match. Yeah, two, and he scored scored in two matches in a row now. I think uh, give him the starting spot. I think yeah, I think he's uh, beating uh, Greenwood and uh, and the incoming Sancho. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, it's not confirmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, just kidding. But yeah, but yeah, uh, United, you know. They they have a they have a way of struggling, but again it's the C team. So what, what can you what can you really say? They were down one. Lingard responds. Martial comes in four minutes later, scores. Yeah. And um, you know Martial is is someone that United need to hold on to for dear life. Yeah. You yeah. know, 
Certainly. He looks happy there, but he's scoring a lot. He's fulfilling his promise, so they need to hold on to him. Uh, can't really say too much about it. It's not. It's not a game that's that's gonna get you excited. You know, um, even though there's not a whole lot on right now, it's just not. It's unfortunately not interesting. It's a, it's a team that's that's lucky, and is happy to play against a huge team like United, but for sure. And I feel bad saying that, but you know, it, you know, it's the truth. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, and just to run along the rest of the Europa League games, it's uh, Copenhagen. Uh, beat Istanbul three to zero. They they were actually down from the first leg. Uh, this was the second leg, so they, right. they move on. So um, credit to them. Shakhtar uh, soundly uh, beats uh, Wolfsburg, who I think ha- I think has a little soft spot in your heart for giving your boy KDB a, a chance, right? I do, but it's funny enough, and I told you this earlier. I have a very soft spot for Shakhtar as well because I play with them very often on FIFA when I play seasons. Might do that later, actually, <laughs> but. Um, uh, they have this one guy, Junior Morales, who scored, I believe, two goals today. Portuguese striker, one for the future. Keep an eye on that guy. He's he's been tearing it up this year in, in Ukraine, which isn't a big deal, but he showed today that he's able to do it against well, top a lot opposition. of players. A lot of players have come from Shakhtar. Yeah. William, who we talked about earlier. William, uh, Douglas Costa, Fernandinho, Fernandinho, Zinchenko. You know, so, so they get. Um, you know they give they have that Portuguese connection, the Portuguese Brazilian connection. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, I. There, there's a little history to that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it stems from their ownership and their recent ownership uh, has has they've had this partnership with Brazil and, and the the local league over there where they've been just extracting a lot of the most promising talent. And what they refer to it in Brazil now is Shakhtar is kind of like a trampoline to get to the bigger leagues, and um, it's a low risk, low, you know, a low uh, big low risk high reward league. You know, where if you ball out, you can definitely make it to Europe's top five leagues, participate in Champions League. Those are all big big deals. So, yeah, man, uh, it's it's an interesting dynamic. And Shakhtar are kind of like the Bayern of Ukraine for those who don't know, and. Um, I think it's it's a fun team to watch if you're ever up for it. They make Champions League on on occasion. They didn't uh, this this time around, but um, yeah, man. Uh, Wolfsburg, on the other hand, a very talented team. Uh, but uh, Jordan Brooks today, I mean, sorry, John Brooks getting two yellow yellow cards to get a red after. I think, and then that's when Shakhtar scored three goals after. He's got to be better there, the U.S. international. But oh yeah. Oh, he's he's doing the J Ling sign right now, <laughs> um, and and I'm I'm a big fan of that by the way. I I, I like his uh his off the field antics or his celebration, his swag. Yeah, but I mean that was pretty much it for Europa League. But tomorrow we have some some pretty good matches some as well. Belters. The one that I'm most excited about is uh, uh, Bayer Leverkusen against Rangers, and it's only because I'm so invested in Kai Havertz, who's probably the hottest name in German football, not yeah. only for the national team but also club club level and uh, i just can't wait man I, like i said i'm very high on the guy and if he does move to chelsea or wherever he goes i'm just really interested in how he's gonna I'm, adapt his game i'm confident that he's he's actually gonna be a world beater yeah uh I, I actually really wanted him for madrid i talked myself out of that a little bit just one because you know i i it, the writing on the wall was he was gonna be with chelsea yeah and uh you know we're in we have Udegaard and and uh, Takefusa Kubo. Yeah. You know, and Mbappe is coming next year. Right, right. Mbappe on the way. The, uh, the, so you know, yeah. uh, you know, a shiny new toy is nice, but you know, reality is that he wants to be at Chelsea. Yeah. More or less. 
Um, that, that is going to be a good game, and you're definitely going to have to catch a little bit of that. Uh, Sevilla versus Roma is going to be... That's going to be a belt. That, that, I think that's the, that's the match of the whole Europa because they're, they're on similar levels. For sure, yeah. And um, uh, what, what, it's, the, it's the first game that they're playing, though, right? They didn't really get a first leg. Yeah, they got, they got the same treatment as Inter, who played their first game today, too. They got cut off. Uh, they weren't even able to play From one. COVID, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... You see, this is the thing about Sevilla. It's important to keep an eye on that match because there's at least two or three heads there that are destined to go to bigger clubs. The one that I really want to watch is Diego Alonso. He's a center back. Rumored to go to City. Rumored to go to a lot of big clubs who need a center back. And Arregui. Everybody? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Everybody always needs a good center back. But also uh, Sergio Reguillon, who's rumored to go to Chelsea. He's a left back. Marco Alonso not performing so well. Would make sense. Reguillon is on loan from, from Madrid, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And... Do they yes, need sir. a left back when when Furline Mendy is performing so well? Uh, I think they can do it. No, Furline Mendy is the replacement for the great Marcelo. Marcelo, yeah. crack, yeah, but um, but uh, you know, depth isn't bad. However, on Roma's side though, that's another team with hella talent, so that's going to be yeah. fun to do watch. Do they still have um, Nangola? No, they they Nangolan was at uh, Cagliari, I want to say. Mm, um, damn. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's the he's the guy there. Yeah, oh, that's okay. a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, but they have Zeko, you know, who's on his day probably one of the top five strikers in Syria right now. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just based off like not only this season. I was but kind of previous. bracing myself for you to say in the world. I'm like, oh, oh. I don't say it because he's a city guy. No, no, I do love Z- uh, Zeko though. He's a. Uh, yeah, didn't Zeko? He's a. Yeah. Uh, Ah man, he's a monster, dude. Yeah. I, I w- like honestly, he could have stayed at our club, but I mean, when you're competing with Aguero, that's tough. You want your own team, yeah. you know? Well, at that point, they were they, he was a surplus. They had uh, Nolito, I believe. Nolito, Alvaro Negredo. Negredo. Just players so, here. Yeah, it was but, a... but yeah, that's gonna be a good game, man. I'm, I think I'm, that's why, man, Negredo. Oh uh, yeah. Oh Nolito as well though. Yeah, Nolito yeah. came right after he left, and yeah. we had Ihenacho and Wilfred Bonny. yes. Wilfred Bonny. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, that's when they. That's when they were like, like just mo- everyone gets money. <laughs> just yeah, take yeah. our money. Mangala, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, and he didn't. Yeah, he he was bad. Robinho, there yeah. you go. What what are their what are their matches there? Uh, 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 Basel versus Frankfurt, which. Yeah. That's a pretty uh, good Basel's one. Basel's up three to zero. That was that was a shocker, by the way. I didn't expect them to beat yeah. Frankfurt like that. But Basel's one of those teams that's gonna they're gonna sneak a good side here and there. And they always have a solid player. Like, yeah, like that. They're they good. At, they're they're just good at finding somebody. Yeah. But but that somebody always is destined for bigger things. Uh, yeah. la- last last we know is uh, um, uh, uh, Mohamed Salah, who's who we know is is doing well. Uh, but I, I think the the next biggest game is is uh, Wolverhampton versus Olympiacos. Oh, uh, that's good. They're tied on on uh, aggregate as yeah, well. Yeah, they're right? tied on aggregate, and uh, I'm just I'm just waiting for my guy uh, Raúl Jiménez to uh, to to score a couple of. Uh, to, uh, I I tap a uh, Jiménez to have a brace. Mm, I I I gotta agree with you there I gotta agree I, even though I'm not a fan of his he's, he's amazing I think Traore is gonna be good too he's always up for it he's always up for it for sure Diogo Jota I mean that team is just I think they should come out with the win but you know there's there's not a whole lot of transfer rumors for them though no it's no. weird though right except for Jimenez he, but that's died down a little bit yeah there's outgoing rumors which would be Jimenez and Traore not really any ingoing, but they're actually really good about keeping their transfers under wraps because they they a lot of times they go for players that aren't well known. The only player that players that ha, that have been well known that they've gone for 
has been Ruben Neves and um, Jimenez, those two guys. Everybody else has kind of been like, oh, shoot, like, Traore wasn't really a, a big signing because he had fallen off. Great. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he wasn't he was really kind of like touted anymore. Yeah, he was and that happens, like, yeah. with Pogba when he went to Juventus. Pogba. You know, oh, Pogba. Wow. <laughs> really. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good game just because of the implications for uh, for um, the premiership and uh, Wolves' chances to really disappoint anybody. You know, they they had a really good season in the Premier League and then uh, they, they really did fall off towards mm-hmm. the end and uh, post-COVID wasn't really kind to them. But, um, you know, I, I see them making it pretty far. Um uh, like you said, Leverkusen versus Rangers, and um, that's pretty much it for Europa League. Yeah. Uh, unless you can think of anything. No, no, that's not. That's well, it. by the way, Arsenal makes it to the Europa League, winning the FA Cup against yeah, yeah. Chelsea. Definitely. It's hilarious that they finished below Tottenham. Right, right. <laughs> they finished in eighth place, and, and they still, still get Europe. a place in Europe. Mm-hmm. Technically, Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which um, I think we talked about is doesn't really do them all that good. Well, maybe with the incoming signings, they'll, they'll be fine. Yeah, they're and, gonna uh, need they're gonna need to, and but they're also gonna get more money from being Europa. I mean, if things go back to normal. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. um, they and this is going back to the topic of them laying off a couple of people, or not laying off a couple of people. It was, it was a lot of people, mm-hmm. but they they win three point eight million pounds for for winning the FA Cup. Yeah, so. <laughs> You know, it also doesn't look good for the ownership to no. to uh, lay off all those people after getting some money. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, that, that's that's uh, that's an older topic. Uh, Champions League. Yep, I think that's what everybody's looking forward to. Uh, that's uh, what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, same here, same here. I I guess let's start start with the less mm, you know climactic match, which, which would be Juve versus Lyon. Um, I was going to say Barcelona versus Napoli. Oh, uh, well, go ahead. No, no yeah, yeah, that's that's another one too. But um, so you know, Lyon's winning one zero on aggregate, which is uh, very very surprising. We, I wasn't expecting that the first time around. We kind of forgot about it because it's been so long since the last Champions League match was played. But yeah, um, how do you see that match panning out? Obviously, it's going to mean a lot for Ronaldo, who's probably the king of the tournament. How do you think they're going to show up? I. I think Juventus is gonna show up with their same poor form. Sheesh. Yeah. Um, they did they just, just win the title, so yeah. Yeah, they just won it, but because of what happened before COVID, before, but even just the first half of the of their season, um, Juventus, they they don't look sharp. Uh, Ronaldo hasn't scored in a couple games. It's it, it's tough to say. Oh well, he's not gonna score because you know. It, it, there's a lot of factors. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of factors, and it's you know it's technically his it's uh, quote unquote his tournament, but they 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 just haven't started well. The only thing that's going for them really is the fact that Leon hasn't really played any meaningful games either. Yeah. So maybe they're gonna start off on equal footing. On paper, Juventus should beat the shit out of Leon, like right three zero, um, at least two zero. Well, they have to win at least um, two zero. Correct. Uh no one they 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 have to they have to win at least two zero to to just move on without extra time or anything like that because they're at home now yeah and they don't score it at home um 
Uh, it's an interesting game for sure, mm-hmm. because because of all those um, little little nagging details. Uh, who do you got? I have Leon actually. Uh, I, wow. have, I have Leon kind of surprising uh, Juve. Obviously, they're the better team on paper, but I kind of feel like they're a little maybe hungover after the title win. Uh, they've been. They just haven't looked good. And and yeah, the, the matches they have won have been by you know a small margin. Uh, you know penalties sometimes whatever it is it hasn't been too pretty for them at least as we've come to know them whilst Lyon uh, played PSG in, in the Coupe de France and they didn't win which, which is ex- expected but they played pretty well and, and the guy I'm just looking out for is Memphis Memphis Depay who um, on his day is, is up there with the best wingers when he's having a great game but more often than not, and due to injuries and off-the-field issues, he hasn't. But an interesting stat on him is he has, he has five goals in five matches, which is a pretty good return, especially from his position. I, I anticipate him to just tear that back line apart. Tear five them up, five goals in five uh, Europa League, I'm sorry, Champions League matches? Correct, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at Juventus' last few games. For example, on Saturday, they lost 3-1 to Roma. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won a couple games. Well, they, they won the game before. 2-0. No problem. Lost against Udinese. Barely beat Lazio. Tied against Asuolo. Tied against Atalanta. T- uh, lost against Milan. They've let in a lot of goals, man. They're pretty leaky. They're, They're leaking leaky. pretty leaky. Yep. Um, so, so, you know, they're, they're, they're uh, right for the taking, especially for someone like the Pie. <laughs> Who, uh, who had a disappointing spell at a at United, but oh, come on, his, his, he's become he's become a you know another a, a starlet again. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he Dorman is. is looking yeah. at him, right? Dorman's looking yeah. at him. Um, I mean, I think he's he's solid. I, he needs to just be in a, in a winning team, though. That's my thing. He needs to be he's in a, a front team, runner. A front runner. He's not gonna lead your team from a twelfth position to like a fourth. You got to throw him on a title-winning team, and he'll he'll reap uh, the benefits. Kind of like Raheem Sterling. I don't know if Raheem Sterling is is as good if he's on a team with bums, whereas if he's on a team with world-class talent. And that's that's, that's kind of an unpopular opinion amongst my like, within myself among City fans, but that's how I feel. And touching on City, I guess we got to just get it out the way now because this <laughs> is Friday. City versus Madrid in City cold cold Manchester cold Manchester at the Etihad Stadium obviously Merengues do it on a cold night in Manchester yeah can they I listen I think they're probably if any team can can do a remontada it's probably always going to be is Real Madrid a, this is my shit though is it a remontada if it's 2-1 to one? Is it a remontada if VAR helps them? That's my question. That's the topic of discussion. Nah, I'm kidding, man. It, no, it is because the thing is... But, you, but, you, knowing, but knowing Madrid, it's, uh, VAR is going to be involved. And, <laughs> and it's going to be to our benefit. And knowing Madrid, it's going to be correct. Uh, but, but people are going to definitely... It's hard, to, it's hard it. to predict that, but... You know, just put it, a bet, man. Yeah, yeah, man. It's <laughs> oh, we have a bet. No, oh, we well, have, we have our own uh, for sure. And no, but I'm like saying, like, put some money on a VAR goal. I don't know if that's oh, yeah, even yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. No, no, of course. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a somewhere, right? Uh, yeah, some prop prop bets for that. Yeah, but uh, how do you see this going? How, okay, I, I just, I'll, I'll give you my to, yeah, yeah, my yeah. my. I mean, look, we're at home. Kevin De Bruyne um, is going to have 20 assists. Kevin, and, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, yeah. I think Kevin De Bruyne's hungry, but more than anything, just to sum it up, I think City as as a whole, as a club, 
um, and even the fans watching at home, they want City to perform well. It's at home, and they want to win this for David Silva. This is his last season with the club, and uh, it would be meaningful. Possibly his last game. Possibly his last game. Uh, I'm, I'm not discounting it because, like I said, I have a lot of respect for Madrid in, in this tournament, even beyond that. But I think it's too meaningful for City to, to let off the gas and just let Madrid take it at home. You know, obviously the home atmosphere isn't much of a factor anymore. But um, I think the way De Bruyne's playing and the way the, the whole team is playing, I think um, they can finish it off. Even if they don't win, I think they could at least get a draw. And that's enough to, to see us through. Um, so, yeah, if, if I were to give you a bold score prediction, I, I actually think City are going to win. I think they're going to win 3-1. And I think it's going to be because of... Not because Rallis is going to play bad. It's just they're going to really want to attack because they need goals. They need away goals because we got, we got two in, in Spain. So that's going to leave them a bit vulnerable. And I think we can capitalize. Anything can happen. I'm sure you have different feelings as your, that's your team. But yeah, that's, that's yeah, how I yeah, see it course. panning out. And I can't wait, truly. It's going to be a cracker. Um, I don't think Kuhn is going to be healthy. There hasn't been any reports on that. I don't and think that, And will. that's the And um, that might be the key for City. Mm. Because we know Gabriel Jesus just—he's a dog, yeah. He—he's gonna—he's gonna do all the dirty work. He's gonna do the dirty work, but he also misses his, his oh, chances. Well, Sterling, yeah, Sterling and Jesus. You know, I—I I see them missing a couple of chances. Um, the big one though is uh, uh, well, are you done? Are you, like, no, no, yeah, I—I'm curious what you got to say because that's your team, man. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest. The key to, to Madrid, and it, it's probably no secret, uh, Casemiro, mm-hmm. he has to be able to. The first game was, if I remember correctly, was that they they brought out, I want to say De Bruyne out wide. Yeah. Which left Casemiro uh, having to track him back. Uh, I think if, if, he can, if he can keep control of the center and keep De Bruyne from making his runs or making those those passes in those little pockets he we we've got a good shot of shutting down your offense a lot of your offense does revolve around de bruyne just making stupid plays just ridiculous plays yeah um i want to say hazard is another is another key to it you know he can be for sure you know he's going to be battling against uh, who's on the left uh, on the right for you uh, Kyle Walker Kyle Walker at the right back. Um, you know, that's... Who's, that, who's, I'd say quicker and stronger than him. Stronger, for sure. You don't think he's quicker? Uh, is he thicker, though? Oh, uh, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> no, I mean, but the thing... One thing I will say is Hazard hasn't beaten trickery. Like, Hazard can make a lot of defenders look foolish, and that's sometimes Kyle Walker's weak, uh, weak point is on just 1v1, you know, defending. Yeah. He has the pace to make up for it. He has the attacking prowess but yeah that's going to be an interesting matchup to watch right there. yeah and, it, and if uh, Kyle Walker gets hung up on a like if he loses a ball against Mandy or something and he quickly links up with Hazard there's going to be a gap left open yeah that's a little too big for Otamendi and uh and uh Laporte uh Laporte so you know Ben's the missing link is always gonna he's always gonna do his thing so mm-hmm. I, I do see that that central to um to uh, left battle for Madrid, uh, very very key, and you always have your X factors like Asensio with a long shot or uh, Modric putting in a master class, even Isco doing a fancy dribble or something. So 
you know, uh, leaving leaving him up, leaving uh, Ben's open for for a you know a header or a, a nice little a nice little dink in the in the box. Yeah. As a city fan, the the two players that scare me the most is Benzema and Vinicius. Vinicius gave us trouble last match, and so did Benzema. Benzema because had a shot of, or two. Because of his up. pressing? Yeah, Vinicius yeah. because of his pressing? And, and just uh, tight control and tight spaces. Uh, you know, like, sometimes... His dribbling is, is, is much more advanced for anyone in his age. For sure. And, and his speed. Yeah, and in terms of Benzema, he can he can get the ball in the tightest window and still, like, squeak a goal out. And that's that's all. I mean, it, listen, my biggest fear is that. And if, and if Real Madrid score first, that's another thing that scares me. So we'll see, man. It's going to be a You always a remember cracker. that 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 Champions League uh, uh, cross from Beckham from half field mm. to Ronaldo just sliding in. Yeah, in yeah. the very beginning of the game, just something like that would be terrorizing would, for City. It would be. It'll uh, take the wind out of the players, and then I'm that, curious about the 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 formations. The, the the formations, but the yeah the the tactical battle between Zidane and, and Pep. I would be scared if I were you, brother, because Pep has been saying he's analyzing his game. Like a madman, but he's like really like, and but this can be an issue as well. He can overthink himself and do some wild shit, or he yeah, can go very and, well. Yeah, but I mean, it, as if as if Zidane isn't analyzing it uh, as well. I'm sure he is. Yeah, yeah I mean, but I he's mean, not sitting there watching a Peppa Pig or anything like that. No, man. no, no. He's he's probably watching Pep and yeah. what he does. But no, <laughs> just I think uh, it's gonna be a, a cracker, man. I'm just so excited. Yeah, and, man. And, yeah, uh, I, I can't wait for it. It's, I think uh, we we're kind of pissed off because this game should have happened later in the stages, you know. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, at least th- I this am. could be a final for sure. Yeah. Uh, it could easily be either one wins the 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 tournament. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so you're going on a two to zero. Well, like a two a two zero goal differential. I think we could score three, and I could see Real Madrid scoring one. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of crazy for me to say that, but we scored two already, and I think we scored three at home. Obviously, uh, Real Madrid are probably the best defensive side in, in all of Europe. Yeah, and uh, I was just That's about scary. to say that. Like, yeah. we're, we're forgetting that Madrid Ramos has, has well, Courtois. Is he yeah. going to play? Ramos? Oh, that's right. Ramos isn't playing. See, that's yeah. see, that's another small tally for City. There, you're one of the best players on your team. There. Oh no worries. We just have uh, Militao. Ah, who's, and, and who, who played great in the end of the of the Liga season. No, he's solid, man. He's he's just kind of still unproven, but he's solid. Like yeah. from what I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he he went there for for a high amount of money. Yeah, and it's for so. a reason. Yeah. Um, um, I, I'm not too concerned because we still have a really solid defense, Varane. Uh, mm-hmm. Carvajal and Mandy, who may um, Carvajal may might be the weak, the weak, uh, the weak link because, yeah. uh, if I remember correctly, it was because of him that City were about to were to even get on the board because in that in that first game Madrid were actually controlling it for a good portion of the game. They scored first and they after scored that, first yeah. and and everything was just kind of going perfectly until it wasn't. I think until the seventy seventieth or seventy fifth minute where. De Bruyne just has just, a moment of just, magic. Just uh, you know, took took over. But uh, man, I can't wait, man. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. Um, for me, like my, uh, I think City's defensive weakness is gonna be Mendy. And well, the midfield is uh, Madrid's midfield is much better, in my opinion. Mm, yeah. Besides De Bruyne. Yeah, yeah, they're more experienced and more fortified. Uh, it depends what Pep does. 
it, look in my in my mind, I think Pep should start Fernandinho in that midfield. Really, as a center wow. defensive mid, and then you throw either Foden and De Bruyne as your pivots, or Foden and I mean, or De Bruyne and David Silva, whoever. Um, because if you if you go if you put in Gundogan, bro, that's definitely an advantage for you guys in the midfield. Gundogan's too soft. Yeah, and well, and he goes up a little too much. Yeah, and for which not. Yeah, and he's slow and he's injury prone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a cracker, man. Uh, I don't know if you want if you got anything else to put in on that, but I feel oh, like the I, more I, see, I talk, I, I see you got two zero. Ooh, I see a and two that's, zero. That's, all you, that's enough. Yeah, that's that that's enough def- to see us through. So you have a two zero on the best attacking team in in the Prem. The yeah. team with the most goals? Yeah, and the, uh, the 2-0 yeah. against the best Defend- defensive team. I guess it's going to be a, a tale of two you know, two sides there. Yeah. Uh, but I guess moving on now, unless you have any more two cents on that. I was going to no. move on to Saturday's games. which is, We have the, the first game being Barcelona against Napoli. Two historic sides for you know various reasons. Uh, Barca is tied with them 1-1 on aggregate. Um, I, I got I to gotta say, I think I have, I have Barca winning. But it wouldn't. It wouldn't yeah. be uh, out of the yeah. out of their nature to bottle it. I think with the, the, the way their season has gone. Sano. I think. Um, well, yeah, El Chucky is is definitely a good option. They they just signed Victor Osmahan, who's a Nigerian international, who's uh, coming from Lille. Just a, a baller. Um, I don't know if he's going to get a go yet, but uh, it's it's a dangerous game for Barca, who's not having their best defensive season against a sharp attacking side. And then not to mention, Napoli have Koulibaly in defense, a solid wall. It's really anybody's game. I'm going to go Barca because they have the best player in the world. Yeah. But I don't know what you got to say. Yeah. Um, Napoli isn't wowing me with, with their attack, really, despite despite uh, Barcelona's defensive problems. But I wouldn't be surprised if Napoli catches them on a counterattack because they are really good on a counter. Mm-hmm. Dries Martins can fucking mm-hmm. just boost it from anywhere. Insigne really. as well. Yeah, yeah. They, have, they have a squad. Yeah, and Lozano, you know, he's he's quick enough to get behind your defense. He's quick enough for a little trick and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, lay it off for somebody. But, you know, I, I'm not really convinced by them. Uh, Barcelona, just based on experience, I think takes it. And, and they'll probably get off on a cheeky Suarez little... Like Back Bali here. or something uh, like that, you know. Yeah. Um, not a bite, <laughs> but yeah, that I. It, it's an interesting match on paper for yeah. sure. I I just give it a Barca personally, considering all we've mentioned up until now. Ter Stegen, I think that's that's the deciding factor in. Be, really? Yeah, I think that you could give Napoli more chances in Barca, but they have a better keeper, and I'd argue top three keeper in the world. I think yeah, it's, oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, gonna that's, be. That's not controversial. And and I think that's a. Uh, I think that's that's what it's going to come down to. You know, it's going to be whoever's a, a more solidified defense. Uh, so we'll see, man. Um, uh, after that, though, we have uh, the biggest one of that of Saturday. Yeah. Oh well, it's well, a, not the biggest one. I guess I guess the Barcelona. I don't know. Two Americans in, in on either team. You have a uh, Bayern Munich has Chris Richards, young center back. He's hella young. He he's not going to start surely, but just had to. Put that in there. Yeah. Um, obviously, oh, Pulisic's not going to play. Damn it. He'll be oh, in the he'll Captain be in the America. Stands. That's right. So He's for out that, for four to five weeks. Yeah, and Munich Munich is already up three three nil. I think you know Bayern. That should be that should be meat and drink for Bayern, isn't it? It's funny. Uh, a few weeks back, um, when they were discussing the Premier League's return, mm-hmm. they were talking about um, you know well well we might allow some teams to start a little bit later because of the European tournaments 
Manchester United, um, uh, who else? Wolverhampton, Manchester City, and uh, there was a fourth club. What's the fourth club? I'm forgetting for for Europa League. Um, wow, I'm taking I'm 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 wetting the bed here. Oh no, I, I guess that was it. Yeah, I was I was trying I was desperately trying to think of a yeah, team. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I that, think that, you covered all of them. That, that's it. But they they left out Chelsea because they're down three to zero to to Bayern, mm. and uh, that's you know, and you know the injuries they suffer. It's just not and looking good Bayern for them. Bayern scored three on the road, mm. so so in order for Chelsea to win, they have to win four to zero, <laughs> at least. For Chelsea to move on, they have to at least score four goals. Uh, while Bayern having Lewandowski, Mueller, Serge Gnabry. And a longer uh, rest. And a longer rest. Um, is Sané able, able to play? He's eligible. Um, so I hope he doesn't. <laughs> that's going to be a bitch. Um, so Chelsea's chances, what, 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 how, how are we looking? Oh, very slim, but I'd still put a tenner on them just so I can make the three hundred bucks. It, is it the same? Is it the same as when uh, Leicester, uh, as when the bet was for Leicester to win the league? Damn near. It feels <laughs> like it, it's. They have a, a fucking mountain to climb. And Damn near. <laughs> I'll say, and uh, I, I, yeah, it's not looking good for Chelsea, but I wouldn't get hung up on that. They're, they have bigger, brighter things in the future. I think Munich is one of the favorites in the tournament just because of the rest they have and how, how deep their squad is. And how generally good they are. Yeah, they yeah. are. You can't deny it. Um, as sometimes boring as it is to watch the Bundesliga and then yeah. win every year. Yeah, yeah. I, I give them the benefit. And um, I guess, so, We I mean, on my end, I have Bayern, Barca, City, and Lyon moving forward. And you said you had, well... Madrid, yeah. Juventus, Bayern, and Barcelona. Mm, okay. We, we, so we, that's we, an interesting semifinal. Yeah, for sure. We agree on the Saturday games. And, uh, I mean, I, I guess that's that's all we have for that. I mean, in terms of uh, of Champions League or just European play in general, uh, leagues are going to be starting up again in a few weeks, uh, which is why I think we're seeing a lot of transfers come in right now. Uh, yeah, well, the, you know, there's, there's transfers because teams – are able to allocate money to their budgets now before they start losing out because without ticket sales and stuff they're yeah that they're, too they're missing on that vital money for sure for sure i don't Sorry, know if uh, a burp. <laughs> no you're good man i don't know if you if you want to move into transfers or you have anything you want to bring up um no is it time for the bottler of the week though uh i think you should i think be my guest man all uh, right so so to preface this um, promotion promotion wise, uh, Leeds obviously made it, and uh, who was the second team? Uh, well, obviously Fulham made it in the in the in the playoff, and the other team yeah, was, was West Brom. West uh, Bromwich Albion. West Bromwich Albion and Leeds United, historic club, make mm-hmm. it back to the Premier League. Um, but this week it was Brentford versus Fulham. For the in the final, they have a playoff for the last six spots. For the last, the it's six. It's third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, right? Correct. They have a playoff, and this is for like the last spot to make for it the to last the last spot to to get promoted to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And uh, the two teams that were left were were Brentford and Fulham. Brentford before this game only needed two points out of two games. So they, they, they just needed a tie twice or win once against relegation teams that were going to, to, to the third division. 
and they didn't win it. Right. And in the 107th minute, they they get scored on by a goal 50 yards away from a defender. And if you were to look at the the keeper's reaction, he glitched. He, he's yeah. He, he's he's like lagging. It's like it's like <laughs> Call of Duty when your mom used to answer the phone or something. Right. Um. They they lose two to one from a defend two defenders uh, a goal from the same defender mm-hmm. twice. Um, bottlers of the week, surely bottlers. Surely. Yeah, one hundred percent. You have two chances against uh, against relegation facing teams for two points. You can't let that go, man. Bottlers. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. Yeah, that is just ridiculous. Well, it's actually three chances. They they should have beat Fulham. For sure. Uh, and Clint Dempsey, Fulham legend. Fulham legend, Clint <laughs> Dempsey, for sure. Um, you know, Fulham have, have been notorious in giving a lot of CONCACAF players a, uh, a go. Uh, this this time around, they they have Hector, uh, probably the best defender on the Jamaican national team. The guy's class, and he was a he was a poignant finger, figure in that match. And um, I think they, oh, they also have Tim Ream in the back, who's an American center back. Uh, I'm, honestly, I'm genuinely excited to watch them in the Premier League. It's a, it's a team with history, a London team, so it's always going to make for a buzzing atmosphere. A nice little derby for yeah, uh, for Arsenal, the London clubs. Autonomy. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, man, I mean, for, uh, I don't know if you were done with your bottler. Uh, That's my bottler. I don't know if you have one. I, I have one. My team is Valencia. Just just off uh, the fact that, that they yeah. sold Ferran Torres to City for 20 mil when he's really worth at least 80 or something. Yeah. 60 yeah. maybe. Yeah. No, based off his potential. Um, but, you know, it's just, again, a common theme with them and, and their current ownership who are just ready to sell and get any profits they can or any, any type of money. So... Uh, my bottlers of the week are Valencia. They're set to sell like about seven players, right? Or or uh, more or oh, less. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah, we talked about that I a think, couple weeks back. And, and I, unfortunately, I hope it doesn't come true. But they look like the next big team to make that plummet down to the second division. And um, you know, we were talking about this earlier. Valencia was uh, the last team uh, outside of the big three to win the title, in, and they won it Spain. twice in the last two decades. So I mean, it's a big blow. I don't know how they're going to recoup from this, but you know, I hope I hope for their sake because I'm a, I'm a fan of theirs and the players they produce. I hope they're able to pick it up because it's not looking too good um, under the Peter Lim ownership. So they're my bottlers because they're going to probably gonna, they're probably going to keep selling players for the low, and that's the L, bro. For yeah, well, if you if you don't know how to properly value your players, you know, who are you as a team uh, in, in the first place? Mm-hmm. Maybe right now. Most teams aren't going to be competing against Barcelona or Real Madrid for for the for the trophy for the league, but come on, man, you you actually need to know who you have on your team, and uh, as as tired as it sounds, uh, Madrid knows knows the value of their players. You know they're you know they have their um, the Hakimis and uh, Mendy and Kubo Udegaard, so you know when you sell. Ferran Torres for 27, 28 million. Right. That's just ridiculous. It's it's a huge signing for City. They're so excited about it. And part of it is because they got him for so cheap, relatively speaking, of course. I mean, that that's that's another team that's going to be laying off a ton of people because Let me let me give you one stat. He has the fastest track time this year in La Liga. That's just one. Faster than Iñaki Williams? Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, I know you're a big fan of the guy, but yeah, and I, like I love him. Iñaki. I like him, and I hope he gets to play for Spain because that's grimy. But 
that's that's its own point. Yeah, that's you know. That's that's for that's it's, that's a deeper topic. But yeah, man, uh, that they're my bottlers of the week. Um, Inaki's a black Spanish player. Yeah, for for those who don't know, and um, there's a lot of dialogue amongst the Spanish fan base from Spain if he should even represent the team, which is just absurd because the guy was born in Spain. Especially after they allowed Diego Costa to have World Cup competition. Well, to be Brazilian. fair, to be fair, he's half Spanish and he has a beard and curly oh, hair. Oh, oh, and he's not black. Yeah. See, I mean, that's that's another topic for for itself. But um, I don't know. Is there anything you wanted to touch on? Uh, no, no, no. Let's uh, let's get into transfers. Or let's get into transfers. Yeah, man. For sure. All right, man. I'm gonna start with. Well, let me just quickly go through the ones we've already mentioned. William to Arsenal. Um, that's pretty much a no-brainer um in terms of why it's happening we also talked about Coutinho so I just wanted to get those out of the way and don't want to repeat myself uh an interesting move is uh probably the most active team this week in terms of rumors has been Southampton now they want to sign Mohamed Salisu who is probably the one of the hottest youngest center backs um I'm forgive me but he's from an African nation I'm forgetting which one in particular I want to say it's like Cameroon or something um, but, you know, he, he plays for Valladolid, who's, I believe, uh, getting either relegated or they're very low on the table. So it's a big upgrade for him. Yeah. yeah. Going to Southampton, improving himself in the Prem. If it goes through, I think it's a great move. Um, <laughs> funny enough, this is one of the guys that if you buy on uh, FIFA, career mode, he ends up becoming like a 86 or 87 or whatever. Not bad. High rated. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just a very uh, physical, uh, strong center back. Kind of reminds me of Eric uh, Bailey in a way. Uh, Bailey, uh, wh- however you want to refer to him, but yeah, Just, uh, uh, that's a Manchester bottler of the season, maybe like two years ago. Mm, yeah, maybe not as bad as Maguire, but uh, wow, yeah, we're just there. clowning. Nah, but um, staying in a, in, in the prem, Maguire's uh, not bad. I don't know why people think he's bad. I don't know. It's that price tag, man. It's, it's the price. Yeah, I know. I they're know. giving him the price tag you'd expect you're, from like Van Dyke or yeah, Ramos. You're, you're paying like sixty bucks for some Payless shoes. I get it. Yeah, yeah. but he's well, not Payless. He's like a. I don't want to say Team Jordan either. I don't know. I don't know. He's like big five, you know, <laughs> higher end. <laughs> nah, but uh, I think he's solid. He needs one more year, and then maybe I'll come harder on him. But on uh, Bai? No, on a, oh, on Bai. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I'll, I'll give him the benefit. He's of gonna the have doubt. a good season, man. Uh, he's yeah, not a bad player. Definitely staying in the prem though. Ryan Sessegnon, who currently plays for Spurs, yep. a, a very sharp player, uh, very fast, very skillful. Uh, maybe not good enough to make the first team, but. Uh, he's rumored to go to Fulham, who just um, got promoted. Uh, Jamal Lewis. And they're already trying to spend that money. Well, they got a, a big a big payday just off that promotion, so it's it's, it's not about gonna, 165 million. You know, that that gets them a lot. As sometimes that comes that goes to through to stadium improvements to accommodate for bigger crowds now, things like that. But it's gonna give them some money You'd to play to with. Love to see it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fulham, you know, a historic club. Uh, Jamal Lewis from Norwich. He's a left back. Um, Liverpool. This is the only rumor I've heard from Liverpool. They want to strengthen up in the left back position. I wanted to. I wanted to shit on Liverpool a little bit. I, I'm always up they, for that. They, they were always. They, they're actually one of my runners up for bottler of the week. In terms of transfer, right? In, in terms of just being stagnant. Yeah. The yeah. biggest transfer uh, of the past. Uh, I don't know, year, is a uh, Miramino. Yeah, yeah, and, well, it, and, and he, he was like for eight million or like fifteen million or something like that. He's been pretty bad too. Well, in the I mean, games he's he hasn't really had time. It, it's so, young. Yeah, it's still yeah he's young. still young. Uh, you know, he he seems like a good player. Uh, I want to say he came from um, it was, Hamburg. 
it was it was or from Hoffenheim. one of, it was one of those uh, Red Bull teams. I'm, it was either Salzburg or oh, Leipzig. That's right. Leipzig. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, of yeah, those. Yeah, I'm right, forgetting. Right, yeah. Um, but there, it, it feels like they're a little bit like on their like resting on their laurels a little bit. Like oh, we're, we're good yeah. enough. Which, to be fair, none of their players are really aging badly. They have an excellent core with uh, Firmino. Firmino, mm-hmm. uh, Salah, Mane, right. Van Dyke, Andy Robertson, Trent Arnold's like fucking thirteen years old. <laughs> so you know, and and you you can't forget old captain, my captain, Jordan Henderson. You know he's he's the, he's the PFA good. Player of the Year. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, man. They're they're they're. I think they're a little too confident, and maybe it's because of ownership that doesn't want to spend the money. Because like, look. The last two years, last three years, we've mm-hmm. been, you know, one of the better teams. So there's no need, real need to to put money into it. And they're one of those teams that that kind of um, uh, they they look at money that comes in ver- from player transfers versus money that goes out towards player transfers. Yeah, but. They're they're rumored to go to get uh, Thiago Alcantara as from, well, yeah. from from Bayern, but they're they're kind of bottling it because you know, PSG's on the hunt for him, mm-hmm. and he's a he's a great player in his own right. Maybe maybe not the most durable, maybe not the youngest, but he he would help any team out for sure, especially with depth. But they're they're fucking up. They're fucking up with with not getting or and not being linked to. Bigger teams. It's no surprise to me, really. Bigger uh, players, I mean. Liverpool are are scary, bro. They're scared. They don't like they don't like to spend, and it's historical. And all you gotta do is just track back, look at the path. They're owned by American owners. They don't like historically, bro. They don't like to spend. They don't have the money of a uh, Roman Abramovich or. With with all due respect, the only American ownership that I see spending the most but is they got United. That LeBron money. And uh, and I, that's what exactly what I was going to touch on. They're great Henry, at marketing. Henry happens to be the biggest LeBron fan, by the way. Ah, uh, f- uh, yeah, yeah. The, the guy who lost six times in the final, for sure. Sorry, but um, they don't like to spend much, man. It's historic. They probably prefer to pay LeBron to wear their jersey a few times throughout the year and tweet them, than to play to pay more than like fifty mil on a player. I like LeBron, man. Leave him alone. Ah, uh, that's your guy. I get it. Uh, hopefully, he gets you that ring you want this year. But other than that, Number that guy 17? can he can piss off. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Liverpool, man, they they gotta do better. Uh, truthfully, they gotta do better, don't they? Yeah, because if you don't strengthen after a Premier League title, that's the biggest mistake you can make. Because that's when people are coming the, at your neck. Yeah, um, City, oh, one hundred percent is gonna come after that. <laughs> no question. And, City, and City's getting ready. Manchester United is getting ready. I guess Chelsea too. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be a ro- it's probably gonna be the most competitive season we've seen in a while. Yeah, and I, I'm, no, excited. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on from Liverpool because I don't want to go too hard on them. Uh, Pierre Hojbjerg from from uh, from Southampton. He's a probably one of the brightest center mids at a young age. He's going. He's rumored to go to Spurs right now, and that'd be a great move because they're kind of thin in the midfield, especially after uh, pretty underwhelming season from Daily Ali. Lo Celso has been sharp at times, but some games it's like is oh, this guy so Lo Celso does not convince me at all. I know he's he's never quite convinced you has he, but I mean they they definitely need to improve there. So that's a good move. 
And then, so on the other end, Kyle Walker Peters, the right back who's for a place for Spurs. Not to be confused with uh, Manchester City's Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker, the guy who got in trouble for a sex party during COVID. I don't know if did you hear about that story? I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a guy, huh? Um, anyways, he's supposed to go to Southampton. Uh, I think that'd be a strong move for Southampton as they're selling a few players. Um, they're also rumored for Weston McKinney, which we mentioned last week. So I won't touch on that too much. But yeah, Southampton again, another name in there. They're going to be very Weston active. Weston McKinney, a U.S. player. Yeah, U.S. player. Um, you know, objective. That matters, man. Concacaf matters for sure. Concacaf matters, and it has a, a big implications for jersey sales or you know just fandom towards your team. Um, the, now this one we might want to spend some time on because he's your guy, plays for your team. Luka Jovic, rumored to go to Monaco. He's been rumored to go to a few, yeah, yeah, uh, German teams as well. Like mm-hmm. I think it was Hamburg and. Um, you know, a few other teams, uh, Werder Bremen, I believe, or Borussia Mönchengladbach, but Monaco. He's for Gladbach? Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's just rumored with a lot of mid-clubs in Germany, but I think Monaco would be the best move for him, and that, that rumor is kind of gaining steam. And I say this, it's kind of in a weak league, but you're going to be playing champions, one. You're going to be coached under a very good systemic kind of uh, approach from a club. They, they have, they've always produced good teams Who's and good players. Manager? Uh, it was Hardim. Not sure if it's still the same guy. Um, I'd have to actually double check on that. But um, yeah, man, I think it'd be a good move for him because he's not going to like a trash club. He's still going to be able to get some exposure and maybe prove himself. Now, I, there's no clear indication whether this move is going to be a permanent sale or a loan. Okay, what, what, what do you think? Where do you think? Uh, should I think uh, Luka Jovic needs needs the benefit of the doubt of of a full season. I know he had some injury troubles. I know he had that, that issue with the COVID when, once the season got back started. But the guy, the guy's class, man. I mean, you just look at him. He's he's a big, strong body. He can hold up play. He's not. He's not a signing that's going to be for for today. Benzema's today. Benzema's been the president for the last ten years. He he's a signing for tomorrow. He's learning alongside him, and and you have to give him a chance to get acclimated to the league. You have to give him a chance to fight for his spot. I mean, we're talking about Benzema, who's who's one of the favorites. Not I want I want to say favorites, but one of the top guys, top five guys to win Ballon d'Or if it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, to to get him out of his place is gonna be fucking tough. Benzema's still playing excellent, so you're not gonna start him. Under any circumstances, especially in a big game, over Benz, that's just not going to happen. So you're hoping that that uh, Luka Jovic is going to be there in the future. You're going to develop him. Um, maybe alone might do him good because Benz still got some time, but he's a good option for depth, uh, especially if Madrid doesn't get uh, Jimenez, for example. Mm-hmm. Or uh, barring any injuries or, as well. Exactly. Uh, and if Benz gets injured or anything, you have a big, strong body like Luka Jovic, who's shown that he can finish from from any angle. But that see that my thing is that was in Germany. I mean, in in Spain, I'll, I'll tell you well, this: the, I, do, does the goalpost change from from league to league? I don't understand. The, the the defensive standards do, and I feel like he's he he struggled to cope. I literally would prefer Chicharito at this point. He had a more a more gleeful presence for Real Madrid. I know it was a different team, different management, maybe, but of course for me, Jovic, he's had chances. I mean, he's had even if it was off a sub or whatever it was. 
He's had chances. I, I, I don't really, I don't really agree that that, that he had actually had a chance to show his skill. He, the, the thing is, you can't just get a full ninety for a big club like Madrid. Uh, not, not ahead of Benzema, of, of course. course not. And that's a great point you made. But in those thirty minutes, thirty-five odd minutes, you get, you got to make a. No, a, he never had that much time. He only had like twenty or fifteen minutes at a time. Well, then, that's that's on Zidane, isn't it? But it wouldn't hurt to have him one more year. But as for him, I think he's a guy who wants to play 90 minutes, especially of off course. of the season. He'll, he'll benefit off, off of playing a lot, for sure. So maybe alone would be best for him. I'd, I'd agree with I, you on I that. Would, I would think that alone might do him some good. Right, uh, right. Especially for his confidence, which is probably shot by now. Mm-hmm. Especially with the, with the Madrid media that's always... They're not the most forgiving and the, uh, they're, they're not tough. the most apologetic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. It's... it's um, it probably be him to do for his confidence, but I think I think he has quality. For sure, yeah, I, think that, that's, I think he's a class player. For sure, we saw it in Germany. I mean, the guy. I'm telling you, I was the highest on him. I was. I even wanted City to go after him because I saw the way he was finishing back to the goal, either foot heading. Uh, I love that kind of player. I love a player that can play um, back to the goal and just uh, turn on you. That's why I like Benz so much. Yeah, and uh, I hope he he finds that form because he's fun to watch um, when he's playing well like that. Uh, we're going to be staying in Spain in terms of an outgoing transfer. Trincao, who's a sharp winger, Portuguese winger, yeah. uh, currently owned by Barca, uh, bought via way of Braga, another powerhouse in, in Portugal. Um, rumored to go on loan to Leicester, which they desperately need talent right now because they've been underwhelming in the tail end of the season. They're, they're bottlers of the season. Um, yeah, yeah. And, but the, the, the rumor right now is it's a loan with an obligation to buy. And if I'm Lester, I take that risk and, and bring this guy in because he's sharp, he's skillful, as you'd expect any Portuguese winger to be. And um, They've been lacking that since Lamar has left. Yeah, if, for sure. I totally agree with you there. And it's a, it's a move that would benefit both parties. Actually, all three parties, if you really think about it. Barca, you get to know what this guy's really made of. Lester, you desperately need a winger. And Trincao, this is your big chance to make a big name in the big league. So I I love this move personally, and I kind of have a soft spot for Leicester. Shout out my boy Ernie, big fan. He's the only Leicester fan I know, actually. Um, But, yeah, staying in the Prem now. It's only fan in the U.S. (laughs) Ernie? Ernie, come on, man. Like, you chose that team? (laughs) I'm just kidding, man. Yeah, hey, up the foxes. I appreciate that you listen, though. Up the foxes, for sure. (laughs) Um, Braithwaite to West Ham. So a Barca guy who did Leganes dirty. Dirty, dirty. Like, well, Barca did Leganes dirty. Barca did Leganes dirty, and oh, yeah, let's, well, let's, let's Barca, blame it on Barca. Bar- Barca, Barca gonna Barca. Bro. Oh, god, fuck Barca. But this, first of all, <laughs> they got away with getting a player outside of the transfer window for emergency reasons. Emergency reasons. Fuck off. Listen, they I like Barca. And, and, and they don't have someone from their so called from their prized Masia to, to call up. That's what I was thinking, man. Conrad de la Fuente, hello. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about yeah, him in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about him now. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, All right, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> so um, shout out to Oscar. He tagged me in, a, in a, the Bleacher Report post earlier today about Conrad de la Fuente. Sharp U.S. player. Trust me, I, I love the guy. He's good. But the, the amount of hype he's getting from mainstream media is strictly down to the badge he wears on the left side of his chest. And that's Barcelona. Yes, he's from the Masia. Great. That's great. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a world beater. Look at De La Feu, Look at um, uh-huh. Afelai. Look at, um, you know, the, 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 the list goes on. Yeah. I think. Bohan. 
Yeah, Bohan. Let let's slow down a bit. Let's let's wait to see what. When the guy was the can last do. time there there was an actual excellent talent from Masia? It's been a Masia. very long time. Masia, Masia, La Masia. Ah, you La know Masia? what? My Castellano or my Catalan isn't the best. But it's Castellan. been a while. It's been a while, dude. And even um, the guys that have made it onto the Barca team have been kind of iffy. My favorite one in recent memory has been Alenia, who they I think loaned out or sold to Betis. But just to stick on the point... Because Ansu Fati is not, not convincing me. Conor De La Fuente is a, is a sharp striker. He's very versatile. But there's better players at the moment. Let me just shout out a few U.S. internationals. Uh, Richie Ledesma, cur- currently playing for PSV's, um, PSV's Academy. Sharp, sharp kid, man. Really good. I, I'm so excited for him. Gio De La Reina. I mean, Gio, Gio Reina. Sorry, De La Reina. Uh, Gio Reina from Dortmund, 17 years old. Youngest player to ever assist in the, in the Bundesliga. There's just a, a conglomerate of great players that I think deserve praise before Conrad De La Fuente. So I just want to warn people, don't get Freddie a dude. Don't get carried away by the yeah, name. Just US, give it time. The U.S. is infamous for placing... Uh, just this unbearable weight on young, talented players. For Freddie sure. Adu, uh, more recently, Jordan Morris. Yeah. Even uh, before, Julian Landon Green. Donovan. Yeah, yeah. Landon Donovan, uh, I, I believe he went to Bayern. Yeah, yeah. And he got spit right out. Hey, man, you take <laughs> that back. You know, he went to, <laughs> I believe, Everton, and then, you know. His career took off a bit. Yeah. yeah. And then he went back to Galaxy, and then he was, you know, the superstar that everyone knows and loves. But LD. You know, yeah. In my opinion, he's the greatest U.S. player ever, and uh, mm-hmm. Pulisic looks like he's the one to replace him. But U.S. needs to stop doing this to players, man. It happens frequently. I, I'm, I'm it's guilty way of it too as well. Frequent. I'm guilty of it as well. As excited as Mexicans get over, you know, Chucky Lozano, Chicharito, um, you know, I don't think that much pressure is placed on them as as U.S. does because they they want they want that that guy that's going to lead them. The U.S. just wants to because, be mentioned in the best. Well, because yeah. because in other American sports, there's like one focal figure for every team. For sure. And yeah. uh, you know whether it's LeBron James, whether it's um, it's a Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Stephen it's Tom Curry, Brady, Steph Curry, you know. Uh, um, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Trout, Tom Brady. You know it. It it doesn't work like that in football. No, it's no. just not like that. It's too global. And, and and Americans tend to look at football like they want to in other sports, and it's just not like that. Yeah, you just cannot change a franchise. You cannot. Their dynasties in football are so rare, like Madrid dominating Europe. Um. It's just not. It doesn't happen all that much, no. or even a trouble. A trouble so rare, you know. Yeah, for so sure. So they they just need to stop placing all this pressure on, on their players, or or even considering them failures if they don't fulfill that potential. Surely, yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. And um, yeah, just to, just to really back in a bit. Um, yeah, no, I went I went off, man. No, no, I agree with you. I started it too, and and it was a good point because we were just touching touching on Barca. And how they're selling Braithwaite, or how they bought Braithwaite. Well, yeah, and Barca does that with all their fucking players. Oh, they're next Messi. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And and they even hyped up Braithwaite like he was going to be some kind of world beater after having a kind of pretty mediocre season for Leganes. He was doing nothing. Yeah. um, Granted, he's a great player at the national level. He's a a decent player. He's a pretty good player. Norway? Norway, yeah, yeah, Norwegian. Um, 
or Danish, is it? I, I forget, but, you know, Scandinavian country. Yeah, yeah it's Scandinavian. Um, Northern Europe. But, yeah, uh, so he's rumored to go to West Ham. I think West Ham, they need all the help they can get. Uh, Michael Antonio had a sharp end to the season. I think he dropped, like, four goals on Norwich, or I forgot. West Ham had ended up staying in the Prem? Yeah, they okay. ended up staying okay, in the yeah. Prem. Um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of hams. The lot, uh, a lot of those teams have the same color. West Ham and Aston Villa have the West same Ham, exact West Ham, Aston Villa, Burnley. It goes on. Yeah. It's it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. They love the claret and sky blue color, the burgundy. You know, it's, it's an English thing. But, yeah, I think that's a good move for both of them. Braithwaite, for me, isn't at the level of Barca. West Ham is more his type. Um, Definitely. Yeah, and I think, well, we touched a little bit on this one. Sergio Reguillon going to Chelsea. They need him desperately. If it works, it works. I think there's other clubs that could suit him as well. Yeah. And staying on the defensive flank, Serge Aurier to AC Milan. Serge Aurier is an in- interesting character. <laughs> He's had a lot of off-the-field issues, um, the, Ivor- the Ivorian. Things didn't work out too well for him uh, at PSG. Things didn't work out too well for him at Tottenham. He's only on the team and playing regularly because they desperately need somebody to take that spot. But he hasn't been that great. Which is interesting because they're willing to sell him. Yeah. You, you say that they desperately need him, but why are they letting him go? No, uh, I would say they desperately needed him due to the injuries uh, sustained this season. They needed him for just to fill the spot. They don't need him in terms, like, now that they're able to buy a new right back. Mm. Or, you know. Who are they going to buy, though? Mm, well, there's Not a, a lot, lot of right backs are out available. Well, I'll tell you this. There's a lot more right backs than, than left backs. So, I think there, there's a healthy, uh, there's a healthy... Um, kind of farm for them. I think they'll be they'll be fine. But Serge Aurier to me is almost damaged goods now, and he's rumored to go to AC Milan. Can he do well there? Sure. Um, it's not the same intensity as the Prem. Maybe he'll able be able to perform better. He might have to worry about a little bit no, about like, racism. Like, uh, uh, but oh, that's about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Well, not with empty stadiums. Mm, good point. Good point. Um, Chris Smalling did well. In the, yeah. In the, he was one of the best defenders in the Serie A. Mm-hmm. And now United is reeling him back just to sell him again. <laughs> Which kind of sucks because I, I I don't mind the Smalling and Maguire pairing. Yeah, I mean, I it, it would make sense. A, He's it's English. Not a vintage, it's not a Vidic, uh, Ferdinand. Ferdinand pairing, but, it's a, double, but it's a double, it's a double uh, British pairing. Yeah. Don't have too many of those in the prim. For sure. And in oh, those- uh, well, we forgot about uh, Nathan Ake going to... Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for established transfers? Let's let's go through them. Uh, I want you to give me some as well. I'm going off the top, and the first names that come to, to my head are Ferran Torres, obviously going to City, officially made within the, the last yeah, uh, few bit. days ago. Yeah. Um, he's, he's solid. I'm so excited to watch him. Um, we also got uh, uh, Nathan Ake, who I think is, is a great player. Um, I'm not sold. You're not sold on him, and a lot of people aren't for the reason that his team got relegated. What does that say about him? To be fair, AFC Bournemouth isn't isn't a powerhouse. They never they never have been. No. And but it speaks very well that a lot of a lot of managers wanted him on their team. A lot of the, the managers in the top six yeah. gave him the little nudge, like, "Hey, you're you're a great right back. Uh, hey, keep it up. Maybe you can join United." Shout out, uh, old Gunner. Yeah, uh, but he came he came to the right fucker. side of Manchester. Um, I think more so because there's room for him. We need, we desperately need a center back to fill that void that Vincent Company left us with, and I think he's pretty similar in terms of what uh, he's able to do. There's still a lot to be proven. Yeah, but they're, you know, 
Vincent companies don't don't grow on trees. They don't. And and as a city fan, I never get too hyped on the center back because Otamendi has been underwhelming. It's a bad. Yeah, John you Stones. have a terrible track record. Mangala and I know rival fans always backs. love love to bring up the, the the amounts of money we've paid for defenders. Yeah, we've paid a it's hell of a lot. Million now. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's 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 In the last tragic. Well, since Pep. Got control got on, on just center backs. Yeah, and it's 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 a it's a recurring theme. We spent a, a lot on on Mangala, Otamendi, John Stones, and it goes on. But I think this guy, since the fact that he's playing in the prem, he's gonna perform better than them. Stones obviously played in the prem, but I think um, uh, Nathan Ake has played under more duress. You know, being the leader on that team. So yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm happy. I know you have your own thoughts on it, but I'd love yeah, to yeah, I wasn't sold on him uh, on the games that I saw him play. Well, one, your your job as a center back is to is to guard your keep, you guard your 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 keeper, and uh, I I believe they they were one of the most scored on sides in the Premier in the For Premier sure. League. They, they were relegated, right? Yeah, they got relegated. So, but it's Bournemouth, man. Like I, I literally. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to like outside to of to, to just yeah. center on him, but he was the center back. Yeah. And when I saw uh, uh, Solskjaer looking at him, talking to him, talking him up, like, oh yeah, we we need somebody. Like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I, like. To be fair, and maybe my my assessment of center backs isn't all that great. When they were hyping up Van Dyke when he was on Southampton, I wasn't, I didn't see all that greatness either. But you know, take that as you will. Center backs are, are an interesting bunch. It's, they, it's they, so it's it's hot and cold. But yeah, um, yep. yeah. Uh, let's see another confirmed transfer today. Kubo. Take Kubo going to Villarreal on loan. Glad it's alone, and I'm sure you are too. Um, it's kind of a similar setting he's gonna be at, like when he was at uh, uh, what was what was the team he was at? Malaga. Uh, Malaga. Uh, no, uh, was it? Uh, I'm forgetting right now. They got relegated. It was. Uh, it's Malaga. Was it? Yeah. No way. Well, Mallorca. Mallorca. There Mallorca. You go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My go. bad. My no, bad. No, because yeah. I was thinking red and yellow. Like yeah, red yeah. And yellow. So I was like, hold on. Why, why are you tripping? Yeah, yeah my yeah. bad. That was my bad. No, yeah. you're good. But you were close. You were like, you had the right, the first three <laughs> letters correct. Yeah. I, I was just like drawing a blank. Yeah, it's a similar position, and I think that only means he's going to perform even better. And guess who's not going to be playing anymore? Santi Cazorla. Oh, so man. who does that open up a position for? There you go, my G. I think it's good. It's good. It's good news for everybody involved. Yeah. And I can't wait to watch the ball. As long as he develops, as long like he was the best player on that team, like without a doubt, he was. He was. He was a man amongst boys. He huh? was a man. He was a. Like literally a boy amongst men, but ended up being a man amongst boys. Head and shoulders above and the competition. Like I said, I think I think it was the first episode. He he was a, a samurai slashing through opposition. There you go. You gotta you gotta you know, train t- t- tie in that that Japanese thing. But man, that kid is is destined for great things. Barcelona is silly for letting him go. Like that's one of those players that they're like, oh, we'll let him go. Nah, man, that's. I'm really impressed with that kid, and um, you know his development uh, over the next couple of seasons is going to be interesting to watch. He's still got some time. Madrid is just is playing it perfectly. Yeah. The same thing with uh, Odegaard, just just letting him develop and and in a high in a high level team, even against themselves. Yeah. But but just proving themselves 
over and over again. And once they're finally ready and once our stars are, are fading, they're going to take those places and Madrid's just going to keep churning them out. Certainly. Um, any any other rumors? Those were... That's no, the, these were the official transfers that okay. went through. Yeah, the, yeah, that yeah. was that. That was it, man. Yeah. All the rumors, all the transfers. I don't know if there's any any more me you have to put no, on the grill. More, uh, yeah. Sancho, just that that one's cooking. That one's dragging, man. It's been a, it's that been one's a on rumor. the slow cooker. It's been it's been a rumor for a month now. It feels and, like um, and it's uh it looked like it might have taken a few steps backwards, but we really don't know. It's there's a lot of conflicting reports, but um, listen. It's it should just go through by now. We need those fifteen mil. I, I'm just reading on Reddit that Manchester United are gonna pursue Kingsley Coman mm. if they can't get Sancho. Kingsley Coman's a good shout. If they can't get him, Leon Bailey from Leverkusen is another f- really sharp winger. So yeah, I, they're like I told you earlier, Sancho isn't the the end all be all, and he's but very he's, overpriced. But, but he's all. He's I'm, overpriced, but because of potential. Mm-hmm. But you figure they're going to keep him for a long time. Yeah. Oh, and another thing is that is that uh, United United are are always going to are pay for now. You know, so in case in case Sancho breaks down, they're going to get Kingsley Coleman for like whatever fifty sixty million. Mm-hmm. They're they're going to splurge next season if they, if they don't get their main guy. Uh, for sure. I mean, the United don't have an issue on spending. Um, I think whatever they got to go after, they'll be able to afford. But from what I'm hearing is they're playing hardball right now. They, they don't want to pay so much for Sancho. And I don't know. I think if you really want a guy, you got to spend the money, man. It's it, Yeah, stop bullshitting. Yeah, I mean. Don't play hard to get. Bro, uh, United it's, it's is the most the marketable team on, on the planet. They have the, the most fans, it's you not, know, whatever. It's not the time to play hard to get. Yeah. You know? like, and he's homegrown. It's worth it. But, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Man. He's going to sell his shirts. Certainly. Um, MLS, Liga Mekis, what do we got? Well, uh, I watched a little bit of that Monterrey match. Surprising that they lost to Leon in the last minutes. I think uh, Montes, El Chapo Montes, scored in the 83rd minute. Wonderful left foot. Yeah, he, um, you know, Leon is a sleeper team. They have, you know, obviously Joel Campbell. They have good funding in, uh, in part from Chico Slim. But, I mean, uh, Monterrey, that was a big L for them as they're one of the favorites in the league. That's the only match I was able to catch, but... Um, Besides that, uh, tomorrow we have a big match, Toluca versus Mazatlan. That's the one I really want to watch because Mazatlan, till this moment, has not won a game. They've drawn, they've lost. And for those who don't know, they're basically taking over the slot that Morelia used to occupy. Club went bankrupt, bought out by a Sinaloa uh, conglomerate, and taken over to Mazatlan. First team in the league with purple and black colorways, so that's going to be cool to watch. But... Uh, they haven't won a game yet, and I don't know what, what's your thoughts on that because it's kind of messed up to the Morelia fans who've grown up since little kids supported the club, and now their club is dust. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of Mexican teams are. Um, I don't know. They, they they like to write off of goodwill. You know, my team, especially Chivas, who's become one of one one of the. From from the great from the biggest greatest team to one of the maybe their top four kind of teams. So I don't I don't know. Um, they a lot a lot of a lot of ethics come into play. They they don't really care. 
Um, it, it's cool to see a new team play. It's cool to see Mazatlan. I have I have uh, some family that that is from Mazatlan. Wow, but nice. you know I don't they're 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 not even fans from the club so it's ah. it, it doesn't register to me. They go for but, Dorados or no they're they're Atlas fans. Ah no me digas. Yeah. <laughs> ah. So it, it doesn't register to me. I, I don't I don't care all that much. And ah. uh, Mexico has, has a way of not giving a shit about the little guy. <laughs> when it comes to Veracruz, who still, to me, feels like a new team, even though they're, they're like a mainstay now. Veracruz, Sinaloa, Cholos, they're, they're just Dorados. They're not, they're just not clicking. So, you know, they've got a weird relegation system that I don't fully understand. And um, I find it hard as a, as a fan to, to keep up. I, I really try to keep up with the bigger teams. The better yeah. team, Tigres, Monterrey. Monterrey, Pachuca. Um, yeah, uh, MLS. Any 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 news on MLS? It's been really slow. I haven't really followed up at, on it as much as I probably should have. But um, I think if if there's one player that I would I were to give the player the tournament so far, it'd still have to be Diego Rossi. Um, he's been good, he's man. Good. He's really good. The, the Uruguayan guy. I mean, he's rumored to make a big move soon to Europe because of how much class he's he shown. Not only. Back in South America, but in, in the U.S. He's definitely above most players. Yeah, he had like five goals in three matches up until yeah. now. And um, that's all I really have seen on the MLS, t- uh, to be fair. I mean, uh, obviously we saw Nani and his amazing touch the other night. Um, class. Class is permanent. Yeah, a lot of teams have been eliminated by now. So the, the, the games are running pretty low and, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, not much to say on the MLS uh, right. so far. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that wraps everything up. Surely. Um you know, Beirut oh. sucks. Shitty situation. Yeah, thoughts with Beirut and, and the whole country. Heart goes out to Beirut. Yeah. It's a horrible explosion. You know, it sucks to see, but you yeah. Know. Honorable mention. Well, well, yeah, exactly. I, I don't like to shout out thoughts and prayers, but uh, I think that wraps up everything for Bottled Soccer Talk this week, man. Uh, anything else you got to say? No, that'd be all for me, man. Cheers, right. guys, and thank you for another episode. Uh, right. Make sure to follow the Bottle Talk. Um, at Bottle Talk on Instagram. On Instagram. We just made um, that account recently. Uh, at, yeah, at Bottle Talk on Twitter and Instagram. Correct. And um, that's that's it, man. That's it. That's that on that, as they say. And uh, thank you for joining us again, guys. All right. Take care. Cheers. Listen to Adela Costa.